Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us this evening for our uh, Road to TFA costuming panel. Um, I think I'm safe to say that we're going to be discussing um, everything that's led up to where we are now, um, everything that came from you know, the original trilogy, uh, Macquarie's influence on that, and of course on what's come in the new film, uh, the, the, the way they've really gone back to the well with him and, and, and Dave Johnson's uh, original concept art, if you look at some of the things we're going to talk about. Um, so I guess we're going to get started with that, and we'll do a little bit of talking, and then we'll, we'll go to some questions. So well, I was yeah. just going to say, well, why don't we start at this end? Brief intro, just kind of yeah, explain who you are, That's what I was why say. people we'll, should care about you. We'll start down, start down here and work this way. <laughs> great, great. Uh, my name is Josh Mueller. I'm a, I'm a 501st member. Um, yeah, get on the mic. Mike, Mike, yeah, get on the mic a little more. Hello. Uh, I'm Josh Mueller. I'm the, uh, the commanding officer of the 501st down here in Georgia. Um, uh, I, I happen to have one of the, uh, the new uh, Episode 7 Stormtroopers. I was one of the guys out in the parade today along with David. Um, so uh, uh, pretty familiar with some of the, some of the core concepts of, of the new costumes. Um, we tend to be a little more, uh, we're kind of spaced out in our expertise on this panel. Some people know a little more about some costumes than others, but uh, uh, my, my particular uh, forte has been the new Stormtrooper. My name is Tom Hutchins. I'm the founder of the Mandalorian Mercs. Most people know me by my Star Wars name as Mandalore the Uniter. I write for StarWars.com. I build armor and props uh, of all kinds. And um, I guess my, my part in this is uh, seeing how they have, have been working on the TFA costumes, uh, doing a lot of 3D printing, uh, you know, the, the evolution of things, as Jonathan was saying, all the way from the original trilogy up to now. Um, I think it's, it's kind of amazing to see where we've got to with, with the new costumes, and it almost feels like we're kind of going back in time, you know, to what mm -hmm. a lot of us are comfortable with. <laughs> so. yeah. Hi, I'm uh, David White. I'm uh, also in the 501st, uh, in the Bass Alpha Garrison, New Orleans. Uh, I'm a TFA trooper, along with Josh. This is my helmet up here. Um, there are many like it, but this one's mine. <laughs> <laughs> many like it, this one's mine. Um, and uh, I'm also the Garrison historian, uh, archivist. And uh, we've been going through a lot of the new changes. Where it's all the talk in our garrison. Uh, I'm Sherilyn Lambeth. I'm... Shockingly, also on the 501 in the 501st. Shocker. <laughs> uh, I'm in the Carolina Garrison. I am also the Legion historian, archivist, and uh, and uh, and a professional costume and prop builder for film and TV. And as a combination of that and a Star Wars fan, I've definitely been following the costumes and props in the new film with a lot of interest. So. <clears throat> Um, my name is Jonathan Wolk. Uh, a lot of people on the boards and stuff know me as Evil Boy. Uh, I am the owner of Used Future Workshop. Uh, I am a prop maker, and I may also make displays for collectors. Uh, I'm a member of the 501st. Uh, surprise, surprise. Garrison Tyrannis, yeah, which is Virginia. And um, this, is, this is my bucket right here. Uh, I do also have one of these, and I am waiting currently on my, my TFA to arrive. Uh, I, mine will be a little different in that I'm going with this new re newly released image character. The I don't know if you can see that. It's the black with a red stripe. It's badass. It's basically <laughs> I am now officially canon again. Um, so uh, I, I've been doing costuming and props since I was 16 years old. And, um, and through many trials and tribulations of life, I ended up uh, going off on an adventure of doing this uh, professionally in the last five years. And um, I do a lot of stuff for, for my fellow costumers with various things, but uh, my, my passion is, is Star Wars. And um, uh, I, I was on the build team for my garrison for the TFA Trooper, so I have some really great hands-on uh, torture uh, experience uh, <laughs> with with the new armor and the the ups and downs of it. Um, I'm also a a, a very uh, serious fan of of design and and of um, uh, the the I could say in this case the, of the history of what Star Wars has been uh, design wise, where it came from, the influences. So I I, I love what we're seeing right now, and we'll, we'll definitely be getting into that. So, uh, My name is Bria Lavornia. I am a staff writer for Tashi Station and also one half of a geek fashion blog called White Hot Room. 
I am not in the 501st. <laughs> Someone had shun the okay. shun. I do have an Imperial Officer uniform on order. Um, <laughs> so maybe this time next year I'll be in. Uh, aside from that, though, I am just a massive costume nerd, especially when it comes to all the fabric pieces. General Hux may have made me cry a little when I saw that beautiful, beautiful coat. Uh, but... Yeah, so I bring the fabric to the armor party. <laughs> and my editor will shoot me if I don't mention. I also am a uh, staff writer and um, and uh, coordinator for popcultureuncovered.com, uh, the, both the podcast and for the website. Okay, all set? Yeah. Uh, so I guess what uh, what we're going to start with is uh, uh, we've made a, uh, a very unpolished presentation of just some of the, some of the officially released uh, costumes uh, that... Uh, uh, Kind of stand as a basis for a visual what we're going to what we're going to discuss. And just just right off the bat, um, we're going to let you know that because we did get uh, some assistance from Lucasfilm with some of these in- images, with getting really beautiful high res images uh, that are not available to the general public. Uh, out of respect, we are not going to be discussing any of the. Uh, leaked images that have been out there. We're not going to be uh, taking questions about any of the leaked images of Luke or other things that have not been officially discussed by Lucasfilm, uh, just because they've trusted us to to have some of this stuff, this material. Um, we certainly would love to talk about it, but we're going to show some respect for them because they're they're helping us out with this. So please do respect that when you ask your questions. Uh, first one up. Uh, I kind of kept the. Uh the easier costumes at the very beginning because I feel the, the, the juicier meat of the presentation is uh, is yet to come. Can you turn the laptop yeah. slightly this way just so we can see what we're looking at, too? Awesome. Sorry, what, you guys don't have your own monitors? What? No, no, I, mine's in mine's left on my, the Left it on my other kilt. Uh, all right, first one up being, being Ray. She's the, the, the female presumed uh, uh, protagonist in the, in the upcoming movie. Um, we know very, very little about her. She, she's from the desert planet of, uh, uh, I think it's Jakku. We also know that uh, they have very, very specifically not discussed her surname, her last name. So we don't know if she might be related to one of the great families or if she's not. They've <coughs> so kept that under wraps on purpose. So, um, so now, I, I'm, I'm not a fabric person. I, mean, I can tell this, this looks very, very similar to some of the other Desert Dweller costumes that we've seen in previous, previous movies. So, uh, some thoughts? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I love it. Uh, I, I know a lot of people had problems with the whole she's wearing capri pants, for a lack of a better term. But it really, it, I, it's different from what we've seen, but it also gives us, a, it gives us a lot of neat callbacks to what we saw with, with Luke, even though we're not on Tatooine. Um, a lot of callbacks to what we saw in Luke. It's a little bit reminiscent of, of Padme in the silhouette, and there's also a ton of layers to it. Uh, if anyone's had an opportunity to see the costume in person, whether it be at uh, Celebration, I think, or D23 was the other one, I think it was, mm-hmm. on display, it's, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous work. Um, I know the boots, you could actually buy the actual boots. They just popped up in Australia, I think. I think. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, every there's texture to it, there's depth to it. it. So far, it makes a lot of sense for what we've seen. And oh wait, the uh, the head thing that she has on—I'm pretty sure those are stormtrooper uh, lenses that she <laughs> that has in there. I, 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 I yeah. read that on yeah. Wikipedia. The, yeah, the, 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 the goggles are yeah. like they pulled from a, a from an old TK helmet. Yeah, but I actually can't find a, a decent angle of that. The, the there hasn't really been one. I think it's more been people oh. standing up and going ooh. And look at and also yeah. seeing him in person. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The ooh. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, hi. You have perfect timing, my dear. Oh, we were just He's talking about that costume. Hey, perfect, <laughs> perfect timing. And speaking of the Padme thing, like, and this is obviously it's not a, the costume part, but the hairstyle is even no, very no, no, reminiscent. No, 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 come here. Oh yeah, come no, no, I was, you I was serious. We're just, we're literally talking. We're discussing this costume. right now. We're gonna embarrass you right now, right? We have a prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you can stand here for a few minutes. I'm sorry, <laughs> but even the hairstyle is kind of reminiscent of the uh, the double the double bun sort of thing that you saw on uh, Padme's Battle Maidens and Phantom Menace. Well, and, I, and I've been looking at this costume from a technical point of view. I had a chance to see it on display at Celebration, where, where they had it there. And from an evolution of creating costumes, she's got this incredible staff. You can see it in the picture there. That staff was 3D printed. 
the whole thing. And that has certainly changed the face of costume and prop building because now all you have to do is go and program something in and boop, there it is. Well, it's a little more complicated. That's kind of my area right there, too. They they used a a lot of 3D printing. There's a lot lot of work that goes into those models. There is. It's amazing the, 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 the amount of time that you need to spend the amount of time that you need to spend on those details. My voice is usually pretty loud, so. But uh, the amount of time that you spend on the details of that stuff it can be daunting. Uh, but it's it's um, you. It's one of those you know garbage in, garbage out. If you put the time in on those kind of models uh, and you have the right kind of printer and and skills, you can come out with some really beautiful stuff. Well, we'll get to that when we talk about his three D printed blaster. Um, but uh, I was going to say from the uh, design historical sense of things, there's some really wonderful uh, – uh, uh, I said Dave, or I, meant, I think I meant Joe Johnston. Joe Johnston art um, in a book that was released with uh, Empire Strikes Back back in the, when I was a kid. It was a book of the art of the movie that uh, – it was a little blue book about so big. Some of you guys my age might remember it. Uh, it just had just, just all this wonderful concept art. And there's actually some images in there of some early concept art um, that ended up being some of the characters in Jabba's Lair later on that were also uh, supposed to be be uh, Cloud City residents. And there's some really specific references on this outfit to a couple of the art pieces in there. Again, showing the immense respect that J.J. Abrams and his production team have for the original heart of things. Um, I mean, the fact that you know, they brought back John Williams and Ben Burt and all these original guys uh, to be part of this. Uh, you know, Joe Johnston, I think, even was with his. They went through his archives of stuff that of his own stuff that he had never even submitted. That was his ideas, uh, along with some Macquarie stuff that had never been seen before by the public, and were able to find some really great stuff to to reference things. Mm-hmm. But. Going back to the cloth. Oh, yeah, going back to the cloth. But, no, as um, we were saying earlier, it's very – it's great for its environment, and it's created for its environment. And that's one of the things I've really been appreciating about the evolution of the new costumes is they they fit their environment. And much like the original movie, they look old and worn and lived in. Yeah, used future. Oh, that's – yeah, that's a great term. Uh, One of the things that always bothered me about the prequels was being so much CGI. Everything looked very clean and pristine and and just – Flat. It was a step backwards. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, it was a step backwards. Whereas I've really been excited to see that they've been moving forward and having actual items and actual costume pieces as opposed to all being CGI. I mean, when BB-8 rolled out on stage at Celebration, I know, everybody was like, oh, it's a real thing. I refused to believe he was real until I I did too, right? actually. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe it. And, and then, actually, we, we, we've since then, we've actually found out that that was the first time that the real BB-8 was ever out. Before that, it w- they used a combination of uh, puppetry and other things to create him in the movie. That that one that we saw will be used in future films. You know, ass- they said assuming he's there. Yeah. But that being something. said, um, the one in the movie never moved the way that one did uh, autom- uh, because they didn't have they hadn't figured out how to do it yet. It, I mean, they were inventing technology. They went to the to, to Sphero, who, who who helped them develop this one for celebration and to be used in future production work. And it's gonna. It, it's going to advance uh, robotics and filmmaking in many ways. I mean, look at this new toy that came out for Force Friday that came out of the little one. That thing is I – have, I haven't seen it up close, but I have friends who have gotten it and have shot some video. and It is insane. It is amazing. Well, there's already people and that are doing the BB-8. Yeah, I've seen a couple. I really I wish I had known to buy Sphero stock. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think too when you when you look at this the costume that Daisy Ridley is wearing here is Ray. It it's got kind of a young look to it, mm-hmm. but it also kind of harkens back to the original trilogy with the Tatooine sort of look. Yeah. So it has a really good melding of old and new that kind of will appeal to the multiple generation, you know, of Star Wars fandom there. Well, it yeah. reminds me a lot of what we first see Luke in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I think that that There's was very intentional. Yeah. 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 And even like wasn't the wraps in her arms, the wraps in his legs. Well, no. As for the bag, wasn't I know? I know you told me you got the actual like. Did they give you a reference or something for? Wasn't it like an old war bag? Or am I making that up? Yeah, they were using um, World War II. Oh, World War II. Much much like the original trilogy, they 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 went to a lot of actual like used things, military, vintage military, vintage military, yeah. 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 Which again, harkens back. A lot of leather. 
which right. originally was done for budgetary reasons because you know filming in the UK there were enormous stockpiles of of, of war surplus stuff. So. And now it just looks cool. Yep. All right. So our, what's our next image, though? Yeah, moving yep. forward. We can really see you. Moving forward. <laughs> Thank you. What, what's Thank your name? Give a round of applause. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Up next, we've got Poe. Whoa. Whoa. That was that was everyone's Damn. reaction when they first. Cool your face. jets, like, ladies. Wow. Uh, that they, was just they, a lady. They Jared. took the original <laughs> X-wing pilot and they made it hot. I, yeah. I, I I love this thing. I just even just the the the, the color palette swap. I felt yeah. improved it immensely. Oh, immensely. Yeah. More baggy drawers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you've got to remember back at the time they were also using you know stuff they could find they in go. surplus. Whereas the, with now they do have the budget to go a little further with that kind of stuff. They don't have to do that. It's just you know. slightly less, less fluorescent, yeah. which is right. nicer on the eyes. <laughs> Always yeah. nice. I do love the change to the style of the uh, the flak vest, though, from yeah. what I can see. Yeah. From yeah. And the helmet. Yeah. And yeah. the helmet. The helmet with the cheek guards and everything. Those, I like that a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. gorgeous. I think it's much it's much more appealing design. Mm-hmm. It's more yeah. sleek, but yeah. still, sleek it still gives that reference to the to the original trilogy, which is wonderful. It, yeah. You know, you see that. To think about think about it's thirty years later. And if you think about right now, our pilots flying in, you know, our jets in the military, you look at what they wear now compared to what was worn 30, 40 years ago, there hasn't been that much change. There's been some, some detail changes, which is what we see here. Yeah. But the overall look of it has remained consistent. And I love that they, they thought about that instead of going, oh, let's, we're in the future, let's make it really different, or like they that's try to do the, going back with the people. Yeah, that's not the way it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you're, you're going to have incremental, minimal changes over time, especially in something of a military nature, because it's about the practicality of it. And if the things are practical, they're going to stay with that for the most part. Oh, speaking of that. Universe, yeah. So. yeah. I'm actually interested to see, if, since we've already seen that there are some lady pilots in this film, yes. I'm interested to see up close to see if there's any slight differences in how the uniform goes because I know that in the military right now they're experimenting with different types of flight suits that might make it a little bit easier for women to wear and use in everyday life so that will be interesting to see in TFA moving forward now uh, we've all seen oh yes Austin Oh yeah, we'll get we'll get, get with that. Well, let's go it, through it, these first. So we can go to questions and stuff. Well, it's Absolutely. Just, just a little little tidbit down here in the bottom right. You can see the the, the Orabesh, yeah. uh, which is the, the that's the Star Wars language. Yeah. Um, that actually says was that uh, flotation uh, yeah, device, pull, pull to inflate, pull to inflate, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. just extra little 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 details that they're getting yeah. into to really kind of add flavor. Stuff to the that film. was that was honestly was missed with the prequels that where there was a lot of right glossed over kind of. Those dresses Palme wore were damn pretty. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Okay, now, I, I think the, the most interesting thing I've found about Finn was simply that he was wearing the Stormtrooper. Yeah. I, I, yes. I, yes. I, 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 I had to add him to the to the lineup, but I, I can't ever feel this is probably the, the least remarkable costume that I've seen in the lineup. Does anyone disagree? I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Luke's uh, costume from uh, Empire Strikes Back yeah. with the coat. You know, he's got yeah. the coat. He's kind of oh, got yeah. the gray, yeah, yeah. gray going on there with the coat. And a little bit of Bespin Han, maybe. Yeah. 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 But, but again, you know, they, they want to hearken to it, but they don't want to, you know, they want to make it their own, too. And I understand that. But right. it, it's, again, it's a familiarity. It, it's familiarity. It comfortable with it, yeah. you know. You That's... Know, Fashion has changed, but you know certain things have stayed popular or whatever in that period in that place. Everybody loves coats. Yeah, yeah. and Star Wars is, has a lot of great jackets. They do. They really. I do. mean, a lot the, of ribbing, a lot of yeah. like, fold over things, and it's yeah. really cool. It makes me think of Luke's from the end of uh, A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yes, yellow jacket. Yes, that's that was fantastic. the other one I thought of. Um, I, I think that's going to be really comfortable cosplay. We'll find out soon enough because uh, Brian Robinson from My Garrison is already working on that one. There's nice. actually nice. a Finn around here. I, yeah, we saw him last yeah. yeah, he's great. He's got a little spray bottle, so it looks like he's. <laughs> that man is always sweating, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's Atlanta. All right, so one of the things that everyone has been wanting to talk about is the the new TK, the new Stormtrooper. Yeah. Um, now, this is the one we know the most about. Uh, we've seen the most images of it. It's been in every single trailer. We've seen it from almost every angle. Um, and now, because of uh, uh, the new costumes, we've basically seen every other angle of it. Right. Um, so, initial thoughts? Well, let me just say, like, uh, so initially these were done in resin, the movie movie versions. So, we have the ABS versions um, and the helmets 
Uh, and were they done fiberglass? Or yeah, the, the, the My fiberglass, fiberglass I, right? I was told that, well, and you hear different versions yeah. of everything, but I, yeah. I, I was told that the entire kit was 3D printed for the on-screen close like, but yeah, it was in, It was 3D version. printed in resin. They used a yeah. DLP yeah. system, which okay. is, I don't yeah. know if you know about 3D printing, there's, there's a couple different ways it's done usually. The two most popular is where they deposit layer after layer. Uh, the other really great one um, is where they use a liquid resin and they use a digital light projection uh, with an, a special kind of lamp, uh, uh, I'll use an ultraviolet light that cures the resin. And then it builds the layers and it, as it comes it pulls the thing up out of the resin as it builds layer by layer. Yeah. And that's the one that gives you the highest level of detail because you can do literally micron thick layers right. uh, with enough. If it, I mean you so, see the detail because those, that piece by the chest, that's an actual cutout. Yeah, and that's not that kind of detail. It's not going to be possible with the ABS or the plastic that the original stormtroopers were done in. Yeah, like like a lot of like they're, they're producing these now. They're apparently going to be injection molded helmets. Uh, we originally they thought they were going to be doing a, a vacuum forming system or uh, something similar resin, to, uh, like a like a uh, rotocasting. Yeah. And now it turns out they're going to be doing it via injection molding for the for the costumes through the company Novos that has the license. Um, Design wise. It's, um, it's, it, 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 it's a mashup. It's it, a, it really it's is. A, it's a clone TK. Yeah. You know, with McQuarrie influences thrown yeah. in there. And the, the one of the ones that really struck me with with it is that um, there's they there's a sleekness to it that speaks of that future yeah. of that advancement over time. But you put these side by side, and you can see they're related. Yeah. Uh, you look at the first clone helmets and. The one thing they did well there is that they 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 hearkened back to the Mandalorians, you know, helmets mm-hmm. with the T visor. Yeah. Um, they that, that kind of represented where the clones had come from. Also, too, though, but the clones were CGI. So well, yes, not, but I'm just saying, you know, as far as design wise. Yeah, I know, but and, yeah. but that influenced design because they weren't wearable costumes. They weren't yeah. worn by people, which yeah. changed the design dramatically. <laughs> Whereas still, you have still not particularly like wearable human beings in these costumes, <laughs> right. which makes a big difference design wise. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta do you have yeah. to do different things. Well that's the that's the difference in the approach between, you know, where Lucas's head was for the prequels um, versus where J.J. Abrams is, whereas Lucas was, you know, he was the creator and he was, I think, more interested in the technology that he was being presented to him to do this and stuff than he was maybe in some of that design element stuff. Where J.J. Abrams is one of us. He's a yeah. fan. He, is, he said uh, a, a decade before he got this job in an interview, he said that when he was 11 years old, he sat in a theater and he watched the the Star Destroyer go over his head on that screen, and that was the moment he knew he wanted to be a filmmaker. Um, so Star Wars has been part of his film DNA all along. And you look at films of his like, um, you know, was it uh, 8mm? Oh, where, wow. where, where it was a love letter to the Spielberg films of the early yeah. 80s. And the guy gets it. And I, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm very confident, I think, in, in what we're going to see from him, well, um, as long as he was given a good script to work with, which he you know, had a hand in also. So, so there are a lot of differences here with the new ones. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, yeah I mean, because so if you see on the joints, that's a ribbing. That's like a rubber latex ribbing. It's a big it's, floor mat. I yeah. call them floor mats. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's David and I's nightmare. Yeah, yeah. It's really hot. It's not breathable at all. Um, but it fills it out a lot. Yeah, I think because you know you see the other TKs and it's very, it's well, very sort of empty space. If there. you if you go back to the original trilogy, the idea of these is they, they were like a vacuum suit. This was a, a, a self-contained unit where the, it was a, a life support and everything for them if in the in the event of, of depressurization, and it was also a combat suit. Um, the, one of the influences to this had actually been, uh, I don't know if it, how many of you read Stranger to Stranger, or not Stranger, um, Starship Troopers, the idea of the battle suits was actually an influence that on, on what Lucas, Lucas said to McQuarrie and, and to Johnston when they were doing some of these designs, is he had, you know, he had read that book when, you know, when he was a teenager and, and it influenced that idea in his head, um, along with others that had been around, but that was one of the big ones he mentioned. Uh, Robert Heinlein, read it, it's good. Um, and so in this case, what, what they couldn't do back then with technology, um, technology has now caught up to what they wanted to accomplish with that. And I think that, that they, they're now seeing in, in this, we're seeing the ultimate realization of, I think, what Lucas would have loved to have been able to do back then if he had had all the money right. and the technology to do it. And to make it wearable. And make it yeah. believable and, and wearable. wearable to a point. Yeah. yeah. 
and no. movable. It's very, I mean... It, it's, it's much more practical now. It is. Yeah. Now, that being said, we don't know what material the gaskets are for the film suits because all we have are the reproductions that, that have been provided to the costumers who have purchased them. Though... Um, they claim they, 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 they claim, claim that it's a silicon rubber, yeah. which means if it is a silicon rubber, it could be a, a bit thinner and and a bit easier on the costumes uh, individuals. It, has to be. it, has it would to have be. to be just from what we've seen be. in video of them moving because it's impossible. Um, if, I mean, some if of us wear this suit. Yeah, there's, there's actually cloth versions of the gaskets and a thinner rubber version of the gasket that that, that are being made by are, fans for the costumers. There now. are TFA troopers that I know that can't take off their own helmet. Yeah, you can't. They can't get their arms far enough up. Yeah. So, so it's it's awkward. I, I can just for the record, but uh, well, you're awesome, Dave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and honestly, as as a as a costumer, I just want to say that a particular thing that I love about this costume, they gave me pockets. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. Right. Oh my gosh, yes. Let's a talk place about to that. Put your ID There's your two phone. pouches on the belt that are actually usable. <laughs> They're pockets. <laughs> yeah. That my phone can go into and like anything else. It's great. You guys have been missing out for years. Yes, yes, we have. And, and there's, 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 you know, um, other little practical features about it. Um, like the bubble lenses are, uh, if you look at the original bubble lenses from a original Stormtrooper helmet, um, these are flat lenses. Those are flat lenses, but the bubble lenses they used uh, were, it was a different time, a lower quality plastic, and they couldn't, couldn't see, see crap out of them. Uh, which is why great, they you know changed it. These have um, great vision. Yeah, so. you can. I mean, it's it's like you know the the the, the lenses for the screen helmets were made by Oakley. Uh, I I read that recently. They were made by Oakley oh, for the production um, because they wanted the best. So they wanted these guys to be able to see on the set and know it and be able to. Yeah, if you can work. see the lenses come around like quite far and it yeah. gives you a really peripheral nice vision. Per, peripheral vision, which is something you don't get. Still in can't this see bucket. much yeah. further down. I, no, know. not much further down, but I mean. But around you. you but have, around you. Yeah. And it fits better because this fits like a motorcycle yeah. helmet. Yeah, yeah which and this is fits the like a This yeah. fits like a toy prop. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Like a bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bobblehead. So it's much better. And so, something I found very, very interesting about about this particular lineup is, uh, and I've, I've supplemented this, uh, this 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 presentation with some of the other. They weren't in our original batch, but they were uh, from like Celebration yeah. or, uh-huh, or, or yeah. SDCC. Yeah. Um, we have a couple shots of some of the alternate troopers that are starting to show up in some of the some of the released images, and I think some of these are showing up in the trailer as well. Well, the one with the pauldron we now know is the, is a riot control officer. Huh? Yeah. So yeah, the tra- the trailer Tie Fighter, and then the two celebration images. Okay, now so. looking at the pi- at the pilot, and then looking at the f- the flame trooper and such, the thing with the two hose things that comes straight from an early snow trooper design uh, from Joe Johnston and 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 from Ralph McQuarrie that they both were had been working on, inspired by the Japanese. Um, by Japanese samurai to some degree. It looks so and, much like the Macquarie Stormtrooper. Yeah. The Snowtrooper does. Snowtrooper. Yeah. Well, that was the Macquarie Snowtrooper. Yeah. And then the, the Dave Johnson uh, uh, did a, a version of it that was a little more streamlined. And between those two of them, I mean, they they just grabbed it and they put it together and they said, let's do this. It, it's beautiful, it, design-wise. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, it's, it's inspired. And it's, it's lovely to see because, it, you know, it, it feels right as a fan. And for anyone who who's not seen these images already, we've got the Tie Fighter, but the the two on the right are the Flame and Snowtrooper, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that we're we're already going in just in the first film, we're going to some a variety of climates, a variety of of, of action scenarios. Um, I just want to see a stormtrooper shoot a flamethrower. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. Also, I think, they get, uh, I think they get some of that probably from the Clone Wars cartoon where they went into yes. some of the different clone troopers. Yep. The, the, mm-hmm. the flamethrower uh, clone mm-hmm. troopers. Yep. And, yep. And the, pilot the heavy gun. Well, now we have official images of that. We don't think we have it yet, but the heavy gunner that was yep. released this week because uh, Hot Toys released the first images of, of, the, of the heavy gunner. And it has this, this like, it, like, the, like the Colonial Marines. It has the thing on a gimbal. Uh, and for if you know stormtroopers, they have these little boxes that hang and swing around. Those are actually supposed to be ammo that they re- that they use for re- re- reloading. And the, the guy has a chest like a chest uh, uh, like a like a load carrier load carrying vest has a series of those on it. Oh, nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, the um, the blaster here for the for the flame trooper too. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks like a modified e- it's modified e- e- e11. You know the new one with the stock. The eleven being the, the standard storm yeah, trooper. Yeah, this. Rifle. So we don't know what to call it yet. If it has uh, well, I've been calling it the E twelve. Yeah. Um, eleven V two. Yeah. <laughs> Flamethrower. Yeah. I've heard some people call it the E seven eleven. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Star Wars: The 
But I like the stock mod to it. All right, now one of the one of the the most uh, uh, one of the sexiest costumes that has come out Uh-oh. this entire oh, yeah. you, you know what this is going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. One yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. That's hot. <laughs> uh, the oh, General okay. Hux stunned <laughs> the 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 five hundred first garrison down here when this was released. Was this is just last week? The week before? Yeah, yeah. 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 Just a little bit longer. Yeah. About two two and a half weeks. Yeah, yeah a little longer. Um, now you've all seen the old Imperial officers. Just the, the it's 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 a very it's a it's 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 a very Nazi outfit with the jack boots and the the the, the, the yeah the riding yeah. pants and uh, it looks like they've, they've basically taken this this that 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 concept and modernized it and at the same time given it a little bit more prestige yes and polish gravitas yeah royal kind of yeah. regal a little Some, more yeah. regal Panache. to it yeah. yeah. And that he's, coat. He's got the armbands oh, going coat. on, which I'm yeah. guessing oh. a rank band's kind of like a naval officer would have. Or, yeah. You know, like a line officer. Yeah. He still has the what looks like the imperial-looking belt going on, something similar. Button down on the front. That's Yeah, yeah we don't see the rank bar, you know. So, yeah. But that could be hidden. Yeah, it, could, like, be. Yeah, it could be under the coat. Be, yeah. Because we can't really see very much of it, But it looks like maybe they went to more of a Navy tradition with the, you know, the, the, the ranks mm-hmm. on the on the sleeve Sleeves, and yeah. stuff, yeah. I mean that coach is gorgeous. Oh, I I keep waiting for them to just put out more pictures of that. So I know at least a couple of us up in Ty- the Tyranna section really really want to make that. I'm, I'm, I'm very very confident we're going to be seeing a lot of General Hux. Uh, what we know about him so far is that he is the the supreme commander of of the the new First Order military. Uh, the entire First Order reports to a, a particular uh, uh, base. I think it's called Star Killer Base. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gosh, I wonder why that's different. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and General Hux is number one up to that, reporting up to the Su- creepy guy in the trailer. Supreme Leader Snoke. And, um, so, fantastic costume. I've, I've been loving it's it. fantastic. I, I, I will be shocked if we go another month without this being produced by somebody. Oh, I'm sure. Um, uh, there may already be a couple people working on it. Yeah. It'll I be interesting to see, though, like how they fill in the gaps and how those or how the current people are working on it fill in the gaps and whether or not they're right. Right. Well, I mean, we saw that with the stormtrooper too. Of course, you yeah. Know, a lot, yeah. a lot of speculation with helmets. Yeah, some of those original helmets that came out j- right away when just some like the, the yeah. first concept images were released. Yeah, when you only saw one side, and, and then comparing them to yeah. what we have today is is wildly, Night wildly day. different. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not right. Um, oh, God. Again, I, I imagine probably what we're going to spend the most time talking about the is, next hottest one, the, <laughs> the absolute hottest one, Brienne of Tarth. Yes. Oh boy, this costume. I mean, I need to grow, like, at least six inches so I, I can pull this I, off. I don't care. I will wear it short. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the one you're going to see a lot of cross-play from guys because that is just a That's gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous suit. I, well, you know, as a girl trooper, I was so excited to see this. So. Yeah. But th- th- this, this costume is so stylish that I'm, I'm rooting for the First Order. Not even, oh, ironically, yes. not even from, like, a 501st perspective, like, you know, down with the resistance. Like, no, the, I want this person to win. Well, yeah. they have the coolest it's costume so far. I mean, they definitely mm-hmm. have right. a nice... There's so many different influences on this. I mean, you almost have kind of like the Boba Fett look with the, you know, with the right. tape, oh, drapes over like right. a poncho. And you have like the C-3PO fingers almost yeah. right there. Right. It's and the, the, the both the cape and the chromed look of it are actually, again, references to some early concept art. There was a chrome trooper concept in some of the early art for uh, Return of the Jedi that was never used. That was never even produced. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also... Uh, early ideas about the um, the St- Macquarie stormtroopers uh, having capes, uh, carrying lightsabers, and having shields. There were right. variations on that, so that was kind of a reference to that also. Uh, in addition, um, as a costumer's point of view, Chrome is a pain in the <laughs> butt. Ass. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. um, hard. Well, I wasn't going to say that. It, it's yeah. going to be one of those things where you're going to have to get it. Yeah. Professionally done because this is not going to be a rattle can kind of project. Right. It's not going to be a rub and buff thing no, either. No, no, no. no. But um, yeah. I think one of the really great things about this is that it's not stereotypical feminine armor at the boot. Plate. Right. right. Um, well, their response on Facebook was, was yes. Was oh, perfect. Has everyone seen that? Have everybody seen the response on Facebook? Yeah. The thing that was going around. Yeah, yeah. Someone said Got Star the armor. Wars Bravo. They yeah. said the armor wasn't feminine enough. And the Star Wars person behind the, the, the Facebook account said, it doesn't have to be feminine. It's it, armor. It's, it's, armor. Armor. it's armor. It's a female wearing armor. armor. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And there's actually matter. something to that, that yeah. because if you look at the armor side by side with the regular Stormtrooper armor, there are a few parts that are slightly different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've done some modifications. Uh, part of it also is, be- is though they wanted to use some of the same uh, molds for the basic under part before they did the differences design-wise. You know, there's some difference in the helmet, in the chest uh, piece, the cod piece. The problem was, if you look at her legs really closely in the Vanity Fair photos, uh, the really high-res images that you can see online, she's so damn tall. Yeah. They had yeah. to do like some really f- like like seriously beautiful costumer klutz kind of kind of klutz together extensions for her shins to yeah. make to make it work, and it's it's beautiful because you think in that universe it's 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 kind of practical how things might happen, you know? It's um, and yeah. it's it, and it, it it's um, it's just it's good film design, you know. Yeah, though with the legs, what I noticed is they did this uh, sort of, you know, this uh, plate that you see the full plate yeah. mail on yeah, her, yeah, yeah, and they yeah, had, yeah. and you know, those legs, those feet, and they had the little, mm-hmm. the little panels, and they yeah. put them together. That's that's great because they cover the areas that weren't. Yeah, covered because by her they right. yeah. made it reminiscent of like shiny night armor. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was very cool. And then of course her blaster. A lot, there's been a, a lot of discussion about her blaster because it has that uh, that stock on it that's very different. Uh, we now. You know, as customers have identified the actual brand and model of stock that that it looks like they've used mm-hmm. for that, uh, it was a, a ATI Strike Force 15 uh, AR-15 stock uh, that they basically took and stuck on the end of one of these blasters. Um, and then there's also another version of it that's uh, with that stock on some of some heavy gunner guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, those uh, those. Uh, ones we mentioned earlier, the, the Riot Patrol, that's at like, it looks like the exact same blaster, but it's been sized up, which is a wonderful thing about 3D printing, is you just change the scale, you print out a new one, and you've got a larger version, yep. and they did that with that. They basically took it and just embiggened it a bit, uh, maybe about 15, 20%, and it's a slightly bigger, heavier-looking version, um, and it's, it's just and plus, her blaster's chromed. Her blaster is chromed. Yeah. Shiny and chromed. They, they, they pimped her blaster. Yes, as, yeah. a pro, as a prop maker, I'm, I'm excited just to tackle that because I do, that's the stuff I do is blasters. And all, I do, I'm excited. It kind of makes you wonder, too, if, if all of the officers, if, if all of the, the ground force officers are going to be different colors like this, which, of course, goes back to there's the clones been speculation, with the different yeah. colors on different ARC troopers who commanded clones. So. And there's been a lot of speculation about, you know, what her backstory is going to be and, you know, and 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 what you said about the color thing. There, there's that one shot of the huge, you know, field of these guys. Mm-hmm. And there's some spots of color in there. I mean, even in the high-res image, you really can't make out what's what. But there's spots of color, and you've got to wonder, you know, is that what we're seeing there? Are we mm-hmm. seeing more of, of her level of trooper there? So... Uh. I'm just going to go on record to say that if they if they Darth Maul her in the first film, oh I know, oh, so there's going to be a riot back in the cartoon. Be so yeah. Yeah. Back in the Theaters will burn. I'd be so upset. Yeah. Yeah. But before we move on, I I kind of like to take a minute to, to discuss the the uh, kind of the the history and the the the, the detail that has gone into the the well, eleven itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I I wish we had we brought one of the original elevens <sighs> just know, for if I thought about it I, I, I meant to brought me Brian. I've, I um, should have brought mine. The, the the new E11 is remarkably similar to the old Stormtrooper blaster. This uh, is a uh, yeah. What well, they what they did in Engl- in England post World War II, they had massive stockpiles of weapons that were sitting in warehouses and would and a lot of them ended up being u- bought by movie houses and converted into props. British Sterling. Brit- British it was the, Sterling. It's the British Mark uh, Mark 42 or uh, L2 Sterling. Uh, which was a uh, submachine gun with a collapsible stock that was uh, used a lot by um, the Special Forces and by paratroopers post-World War II. Um, There was used some some in World War II, but toward the end of the war. And um, it was a very decent practical weapon, apparently, for the time. Um, And there was tons of them just sitting around being used, you know, for movie props. And it was something they could get a lot of quickly, cheaply, um, for Star Wars uh, from a, a prop house, and they were basically threw some stuff on it to make it look you know, like not quite itself. I think it was like washing machine parts. And yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It was uh, windshield wiper blades. Totally oh, um, some old American. Some they took some American uh, tank uh, sighting Sights. scopes yeah. that were yeah. th- that, that they, they could get a hands of. Yeah. Um, they, they these counters. These these uh, German made uh, counters that go in all kinds of machinery, a little, a little wiring, wiring yeah. and a little wiring parts that were taken off. Of yeah. Other thing. I mean, it Dental was it, 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 it was really a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, but it was there a, were many of them. I think there's at least uh, four or five different, four, different iterations. Yeah, we know of them. yeah. If yeah. you actually, if you pay really way too close of attention to the stormtroopers, you could see tiny little differences.
differences where yeah. one yeah. has wires coming out of his and one has an additional little thingy here. But, but they but they kept the lineage of the E11, you know, yeah. like with the new movies. And the, I mean, the, you know, the main difference is they moved the magazine to the other side. Well, That's the white. They flipped yeah, everything and the white, around. Yeah. And they flipped it around and, you know, it's I, it's a much better looking gun, yeah. I think, you know. It's it's more modern looking, yeah. Like a more futuristic looking, or you well, know, think, of, that think about an AR a, uh, AR weapon now versus what it was originally. Right. Yeah. 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 The, exactly. the, the way it's progressed, yes. it's the same kind of thing. You go yeah. look back at you know, the M16 and during Vietnam War, um, the 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 general shape hasn't changed that much, but a lot of the detail, the furniture. Uh, all the, the the details of it have have, have become Shorter, better, yeah. and that's what we're seeing here. Uh, again, a, a a logical progression. Yep. Yeah. Which. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, some something that Lucas had apparently Uncle George had forgot about. And the LEDs on it. Just. Oh, yeah. Oh, so cool. We, we right. Are, we are rapidly working to produce these. This is a 3D printed version. Is, is this the one that I'm was released a, on, I'm online? Actually, this I, is the one that was yes, released J- online. Jonathan owes me a new. Bastard. I was going to say. I was going to say. Uh, in in uh, in uh, uh, full disclosure, my my business. I'm actually working on a, a large run of of the new blaster uh, for the 501st. And um, I'm going to be making the first mold as soon as I get home. Yeah, the next awesome. week. So yeah, there. Um, there. Yeah. This one is not totally accurate. It's it's got it's got some. I mean, because I've had to sort of a lot of people. You're know, having guess. I mean, had to guess a lot yeah, of things. It's, there's yeah. still there's some guessing going on with most everybody. Um, and uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's, it's accurate it, enough. It's 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 a beautiful piece, and uh, it's good, it's again good good design sense. Yeah. Uh, something that's been brought into this production. Across the board, every detail. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, some of the aliens, even uh, yeah, some really stalker. great stuff in there. Practical. Does it actually? Yeah. Stuff. Stalker or so yeah. false. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Shiny. Yeah. Well, not literally shiny. But. Well, actually, the real one would be shiny because there's like. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, I was being smart. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I believe that the the end, the end of the uh, the last slide is going to be. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oof. yeah. I just want to point out it is not nearly as revving as everyone thought from well, the, the first, first one. The first impression, like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But as you look at it, you see the, the Vader influence. And now that we know a little bit more about his backstory publicly, um, there's been discussion that he apparently he is a, a enormous fan. Fan groupie. Of, a groupie of what Vader was and who he was and that, that, that he has wanted to model his being after him in some way, but he's not a Sith. He's something else called the Brotherhood of the Wren or something like Knights that. Of Wren. Yeah. The Knights of Wren. Who say me? So, so Wren's not even his name. So we don't know if he is somehow maybe someone related to something else. We don't know. We don't. We don't know if maybe he's a maybe he's a but, grandson. But Who getting knows? back to the armor, like or not say the armor, but the look of it. I yeah, mean, I yeah. think that helmet design. The more I look at it, the more I like it. Yeah. Um, it's, it grows it's very under. menacing. Yeah. It, yes. it really is. It's, it's, it's minimalist. You know. Yeah. It's, it's like minimal. Angry Plocoon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And and there's actually again in the mask there's some design elements that you can trace back to some original art from Johnston and McQuarrie from uh, the uh, first two films. It, it feels um, kind of like it goes back to that that that, that samurai vibe. Yeah. Gave exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah what a and lot of the inspiration. There's also was, some yeah. oh, inter- interesting find on the 501st boards was that someone had found an action figure that was released in the late 90s, early 2000s. Of, of an expanded universe character, and his suit was the black cloak with the rib sleeves, and so there's some indicate that there's some belief now that that might have been some intentional um, reference to the expanded universe through that, um, and through other things we've seen now, you know, the, the release of the shadow, the dark, the dark uh, version of the of the troopers, and other things that you know have now been wiped clean are going to be brought forward again. Because while the the EU is gone, we're going to see those it's things legends. picked and picked and it's chosen. Still to, it's, it's still going to be referenced. It's just not yeah, it'll yeah. still reference Lasted. things and use them where needed. Yeah. Um, but uh, in him, you see um, a, a rough kind of feel to the to, to his lightsaber that that's supposed to be a reflection of his character. And and if you notice in the trailers, if you look really closely, what you're seeing, the lightsaber blades themselves uh, are that wavy kind of thing. The, the, the references again back it, it to, looks the, yeah. to the original, the original yeah. trilogy. Yeah. yeah, they aren't that clean, perfect. Angry or primal. Yeah. 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 The hilt yeah. itself, though, it looks very. I mean, it was 3D printed, and yeah. it looks very rough. I mean, yes. you can see when you uh, they had it on display at celebration. Yeah. You can see the parts on it where like wiring isn't entirely covered. Yeah. It's it's something that. 
Because he mean, built them this yes. himself. Well, that's, I mean, that's and the that's, thing that people say, though. I mean, they're like, oh, it's homemade, which in theory, most lightsabers should be homemade because yeah. I don't think they mass produce them anywhere. No. Yeah. But, no. I mean, I mean, in all honesty, though, I mean, it looks, it looks more and more, um, it, it's more intriguing to his backstory, as is yeah. the costume, I think, because personally, I've noticed a new detail with every, yeah. it, it's a very detailed costume and something you would think is just black black and no, more black definitely a lot yeah. of detail with that fabric yes and yes um even it's, even it's the cloak like which you, you yeah. kind of you, you mix I, I i've been going back and looking through some of the pictures that we got at celebration and i took a lot of really good shots of some of this stuff and i hadn't really spent much time on them because i was focusing on the things that i was most interested in before but now i'm going back and looking at it and there's there's definitely mine and others pictures where you can see some of the real beautiful uh to detail on the choice of fabrics yeah, um, yeah. And in just little elements of it that, that are just really nicely done and really a lot of thought going into this, but but also trying to make it look that kind of again that used future that sense of of, of um, wear and yeah. and of uh, yeah. It's going back to what you said in. about Ray. It's a lot of yeah. texture to the fabric. It's yeah. a lot of layers yeah. to it. Which especially right. with them shooting high definition film this way they're doing this in the 70 millimeter you know the, you know really doing some stuff that just it's going to be just absolutely insane on the screen right yeah the detail it's going to pop in a way that crazy, we haven't yeah. seen since the original trilogy yeah and i think, I think my single favorite detail out of this entire costume uh one of our guys recently uh, uh completed a for what we know a kylo ren uh, he was in the parade today you saw him marching around being menacing <laughs> um there there is a the holster yes for his, yeah yes this, yeah. this is incredible the, the the holster for his lightsaber is you can you can see it in the, on the the left image it's on his right side it's right there there on the belt um, the, the lightsaber slides into it from the top and mm-hmm. it points downward and then the the actual and some of the the 3D printing experts on our panel can can elaborate on this a little more than I can but it's actually got a quick draw mechanism to it mm-hmm. where that that moment in the in the, the initial trailer where he's kind of stalking through the woods and he does that really dramatic yeah. draw, draw on the lightsaber. Yeah. Um, not and everyone, up, but the, down. Yep. That that that's this 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 quick draw. Actually, yeah. That he yep. is he's ready for this fight within a moment's notice yeah. at all times. Well, another thing going back to the stormtroopers uh, that we didn't mention about the e, the Z twelves or whatever we're going to call them, um, they're the way that they do it. You know, these we we have the stormtroopers, shadow troopers. They have this leather holster oh, yeah, the, that's flopping about. It's the way they did it in the movies. Right. These things. There's a spot on the thigh. Excuse me. That has a little 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 holes on it, and and slots, and then there on the blaster themselves, there's pegs, and you just yeah. slide it right yeah. into place, and, and, you know, and it yeah. stays there. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's a simple enough thing, but it, it it's it's a very practical thing. And it it's also cool because we've seen shots with them with the E11 the, strapped to it and, and the, the sidearm. Side side yeah, because now there's a sidearm. That they can also a carry, of sorts, which frustrating which, which, us which all we know so is, much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and that we the only thing we know about that so far is it's got a cone emitter on it that is uh, like a smaller version of what was on some of the big blasters like the, the DLT nineteen mm-hmm. and the uh, DL, yeah. yeah, DL forty four, and again all three D printed. But what they did is they took a the the, the frame itself, all of it is three D printed, and it's basically they took a Glock, they took like a Glock airsoft Glock of some kind, and mm-hmm. just stuck this frame around it to make them functional yeah uh, that's the only thing we know for sure right now and uh, similar to what they did with the um, judge dread uh, in the reboot a few years ago the 2012 law dread Givers. pistol the, the lawgivers is a glock with a frame built around it to make it this thing but having like the holster there the holster. on the thigh yeah. you know it's it gives it such a sleeker look to it you know it just looks like they're ready for action no matter what, and you again, don't have this thing a sense of around. logical progression of yeah, design. Right, yeah. Well, so. I think that was one of the things that always frustrated me about looking at clone armor versus stormtrooper armor is that clone armor had the box holsters on the thighs, whereas stormtrooper armor always has what looks, I mean, I know it's leather, but it looks like a plastic, flaccid kind of holster for yeah. these things. And that you like, can't even reach. Yeah, the, that you, you can't even reach. You can't yeah. even put it in there. I know and it's got to be difficult to put the there, gun there's, in. Yeah. There, there is no quick yep. draw with that holster. Yeah. Like, yeah. How did that become modern at the time? It's just right, going back, yeah. way back. You well, know? then the, you also have to think that's also, you know, hindsight 2020 right. kind of thing, unfortunately, right, yeah. because right. because things were done technically out of order. Or whatever. Right. It's, you know. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the Empire is not always known for its 
smart thinking and yeah, logic. Given that. What? what? I mean, the, there was this Death Star that got blown up. How dare you? The Stormtroopers were, you know, not the clones of old. They were, you know. But, um, all right, I think we're ready to take some questions. We have a little bit of time for some questions. So uh, if you'd like to ask a question, go ahead and come up to this mic. And uh, we'll, we'll take questions now. We have about uh, 15 minutes or so. Eight. Okay, I know the movie's just coming out. It's coming out at the end of this year. I'm thinking a year from now, am I the only one who's praying that Star Wars does something like what Lord of the Rings does and does like a six-hour making of DVD with all the stuff of how they did the this? Knowing J.J. Knowing Abrams and what he's done with his stuff before... We will get extended cuts. Yeah, we will get sure. immense amounts of behind-the-scenes. Well, that, that's the standard now. Yeah, it yeah, is. So but, but also, J.J. Abrams in particular, if you look at some of his other Blu-ray and DVD collections, there's an immense amount of material he put, likes to put on there. Cloverfield, even. I mean, yeah. yeah. The, yeah, he's the like studio will demand it. Yeah. He's like, oh, look what I made. He, and he, yeah. Yeah. he wants to share all that stuff. So yeah. I, I and don't we'll be surprised that. if you see the little, you know, like the Marvel thing at the end of the yes. movie. Yes. That's yeah. 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 Somebody we're, walks we're, out we're, of the Starlight pit or whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 They don't start making the me sit for the credits. I just want to know how many lens flares we're going to have. Well, no, no, there's none. But Captain Phasma is reflective so that he can stick them in there. Oh, yeah, so they can be lens flares, naturally. So it's a reflection. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The phasma flare. Um, I was gonna ask. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I know what the trailer like. I love seeing it. I had the uh, the lucky chance of being at Celebration when they released it. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, it was really emotionally exciting and oh, amazing. Yeah. But like seeing the, the Chrome part for me, like uh, with Captain Phasma, I love it now. But at first, it kind of threw me off. Oh sure. Is yeah. Is there anything it's, you yeah. saw? In the trailer, that like at first you're like I don't know about this, but now you just think it's like uh, great. Lightsaber, yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. Kylo Ren's yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. Take a little bit of time. Yeah. No, your, your opinion is wrong. <laughs> was a big one at first. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody's like that is not at all practical. He'll cut his own hand <laughs> off. He'll, cut his, yeah. he'll put his eye out. <laughs> yeah, having the hand, the hand, the lightsaber hand guard. It's just yeah. yeah it's very. I, I actually. Yeah. I, but I, it even, looks cool. Now the running theory now is that that, that that's not so much a hand guard as it is exhaust ports. Yeah. Yeah. What is it looks like a hand guard under engineer? Yeah. Needs these extra. That would be great, but it looks like a hand guard. It does. Which is the intent, I think. I actually thought that was even fine back back in the day because something always used to bother me is when you see two. Lightsabers uh, yeah. locked in a duel. The Just slide purpose, it down. Yeah, you, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they say that you know he's going to cut his hand. Like, well, you know, Luke, going Luke and Vader hands. both lost hands in battle, so I mean, I think Anakin lost Maybe a little. And, and thinking that 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 Kylo Ren is a fan and student of Vader, he'd know that. Hey, he could be like, hey, well, I'm not going to lose my hand. I tend to think that anyone that says that the, those extra blades are not practical has not been cut by them. Yes, <laughs> has, not, has never done have dagger here. Have you been cut by a lightsaber before? Yeah. I haven't been cut it's by a lightsaber It's just an aesthetic thing for me. So, yeah. right. Hey guys, uh, hey. as thrilled as I am to see a lot of the original concept art being one of the ways that uh, you know, the first time I saw that arch for straight out of the Macquarie painting yeah. Uh, yeah. in the production, I, that's how they're bringing that authenticity by really going forward by going back. Yeah. Uh, but one of the ways that I I wonder if this is going to be a problem is that Disney is going to be jumping around in the timeline a lot, and uh, while they've updated a lot of things as you guys mentioned, it doesn't seem like it's thirty years of updating like the new X Wing. Yeah, outfit. actually, it's I mean, because like things, certain things are 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 re, like shrunken the, down. The, the, F, the F the F fifteen and F sixteen yeah. are both well over thirty years old. Well, the and sure, sure. Yeah. And, and they've they've haven't changed dramatically on the outside right, visually right. to the most part. But there's been again incremental changes. It was, it was a surprising. It was surprising to me just because there's less of a distinction now between this and like the some of the other movies they're doing that are contemporary to like episode four and I wonder my question for you guys is do you think that some of those markers are going to come back to establish the things for example in the um, uh, the next movie to come out next year uh, the heist the heist film Rogue One is are we going to be seeing frankly sideburns again we're, like, we like will, will, there, will there be some of the rooting in like the 70s been yeah it's kind of yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah, the big dark liker yeah. looking guy. Yeah. Well, let, let's just know one thing. One of the things Lucasfilm is doing in all of this is they have an office of continuity. They have some guys story who are the keepers of continuity. Yeah, yeah. The, these are guys who their only job in this world and is their passion about Star Wars and is to keep all of this stuff so that there aren't any contradictions with the comics, the novels, 
everything, uh, the movies, it's literally all, the everything. video games, it's all going to be as consistent as he can humanly make it. Yeah. And you're going to see... If they're going to go to this period where we know before we've seen this, you're going to see that. If they go back to the Clone War era, or if they do decide to go back to the Knights of the Old Republic, I wouldn't be surprised to see designs uh, that we've seen before like from yes. those eras, even yeah. though that technically has been wiped out. Short version in Pablo we trust. Yes, Pablo, yeah. Pablo Hidalgo yeah. is... With all of this being so modern now, if they start doing stuff that's contemporary to the 77 movie and it, things don't look like... The well, filmmaking got, even you have different that set. Far. You have different crews working on each set. So yeah. I mean, I believe there was some sort of uh, leaked behind the scene picture. That didn't show much, but it did look very much like the old school stormtroopers. Yeah, that were right. Set yeah, Rogue I, One. Like, put it this way: Rogue One will feel like a new hope. Episode a new four, hope, which is supposed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Many I, Bothans I, will die. Afraid. Yeah, many, no, I want to see some yeah. Bothans Yo, that dying. That's too, man. And I want to know what the hell a Bothan is. I just, I just want to see him die. We can see what a Bothan looks like. Oh, uh, I want. Can you hear me? Yes, yes a little yeah. bit. Speak um, a little bit. I wanted to uh, ask about. Do you think his uh, lightsaber is uh, less inexperienced and perhaps more intentional derangement? Because, like she was, like we were well, saying, lightsabers are an extension of, you know, light side, dark side, dark Jedi, gray Jedi. Well, I, so I hope so. Crazy. Yes. Like if he's demented. Like I was thinking about it. People. <laughs> yeah. People were calling him yeah. uh, like a fan of Darth Vader. Yeah, you think yeah. of him as his son he, without his dark father he would literally be insane and instead of fighting it a dark person would just take their insanity and literally put it in the sword so it would just be Absolutely. like the joker made well it. i'll tell you that was one of the things i was talking about when i said about how uh you know he being that he knows about the loss of the hands it wouldn't surprise me if he says i gotta protect my hands i also think that you're assuming because he knows about the loss of the hands i we, mean well no because he's, he's obsessed with vader he's yeah but you're the, i mean you're also assuming i mean I'm not. I don't think Luke Skywalker actually walks around and goes, "Yo, you see my mechanical hand, bro." I mean, no, I'm talking about, about Vader's having lost his limbs. Do you think and all they might stuff. be offensive because the dark side doesn't think about defense? Well, and that's the other I thing is you could about them as hand you could do yeah. some very we don't very offensive stuff know with that. that he's yes. a Sith. Let's oh. point that out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what we know is that they like Vader, and yeah. I think that yeah. what we've seen is is a lightsaber hilt that someone who thinks the dark side is cool and Vader is cool. Put together, and and there is something to be said for him. There there may may be like a a, a theme message that is being stated with this, and that it is a different blade because it is a different class of villain. Yes, this is going to be someone who is not your. You know, I'm I'm not going to just challenge you to a duel. We're gonna we're gonna trade words, and eventually one of us is gonna win. This this may be a completely different. This is a whole new thing that we haven't seen. This is not a Sith. This is not a Jedi. You know, it's like you're saying a lightsaber is an extension of its creator. Yeah. So the creator is crazy. It makes sense his lightsaber would be too. Yeah. So we haven't seen a lot of them, but we did get a glimpse of Leia in the behind-the-scenes yeah. yes. video. Yeah. Yes, we did. And uh, more of Han. Yeah. So yeah. I was wondering if you could comment on the those costumes sort of as Han's obviously looks like what he would wear, whereas Brilliant. Leia's looks more of yeah. like a military uniform. I thought it was a nice, like, callback to how the old, the Republic, or the Sorry, not New Republic. Uh, Rebel Alliance troopers looked with the, the, blue, yeah. the blue shirt and the vests. That I mean, was, and that was my thought. And I'm working on recreating that costume for myself. Um, and I, I, I agree. I felt like it had a really good feel of the, some of the elements from the original trilogy. And I like that. And yet it was also, again, it fit in the universe. Mm-hmm. It, it had a nice throwback, but it was also very contemporary to the environment that it's going to be in. And, and of course, too, I'm sure they wanted to make something that was going to be flattering for Carrie Fisher. Or something she was going to be comfortable wearing. And it certainly looks comfortable, which was also very appealing to me <laughs> yes to, to, to have something to wear around so yeah I've been doing a lot of like research it does yeah it does, yeah. It does. Yeah. they it just does. might have bras in space it now stays yeah. true to, it stays true to the characters yep. I think we're almost out of time now yeah. last question will be this gentleman with the hat so any opinions on all of the first order guys looking like people from KOTOR <laughs> a lot of them do. We've got well again. You, you know, I I call them uh, I call them Apple Troopers. Troopers designed by Apple. They sort of look like they have the, like an iMac feel to them. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, the opinion I have, I don't know, but but I just think it looks very slick. I think it's a natural progression. No, I, I, I love the, the exaggerated features. Oh, no, of it. The I mean, we kind of touched on that though. Yeah, yeah, it looks like Revan at first glance, and to be fair, that first trailer shot was was reasonably dark and it was hard to see details but again I mean the more you look at it the less 
the less references there are to that but armor. But at the same time, that's not entirely out of the question or unintentional. Yeah. Uh, we, we, don't know, we don't know that they're not going to go back to that era. We don't know that they're not going to go back and say, hey, we've got you know, thousands of years to, yeah. to tell. Correct, but yeah. at the moment, so, we're dealing, the with moment, dealing with 30 years with after. This, the influence is probably there, but it's, it's hard to say yet because we really haven't seen enough to make an educated guess. Yes. Thank you. All right, and we're out of time, but I want to yeah. get this guy real quick because I was even hanging. Uh, so I was taking a look at the um, figures that were released on Force Friday, and I know that they had the uh, two in particular that appealed to me were, I forget the character's name, but it's some kind of law bringer on a frontier planet, and it has a very kind of embo from the Clone Wars feel with yeah. the, the hat. And then we have the uh, the rebel resistance troopers, I forget the exact yeah. name as well, mm-hmm. and uh one thing I noticed about that one was the helmet was very kind of B-Wing-esque. Yes. Do you guys have any comments on that? Um, I've only seen a, a little bit of that. Um, I, I haven't had a chance to look at it close up. I've seen some good pictures and all. But, yeah, I definitely see the influence of the B-Wing in that. The other one I know what you're talking about from the Clone Wars and also from even from Star Wars Rebels. There's that one, a couple of those aliens that are, you know, the, the smugglers and stuff. There's definitely some of that. Um, you know, they've said that, that they're going to be bringing things in. To, from things, there's going to be things in Rebels that will show up in oh, Star, the Force Awakens. They said that from the beginning. They did. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They said there's going to be things that we're going to see. So. Um, oh. And okay. I believe I believe it's Rapple time. Yeah. Hey, Rapple time. It's, and it's it's all going to be a unified place. Yes. So just remember that. Yeah. It'll be fun to do a discussion next year. Yes. Yeah. Especially yeah. when we've got oh, yeah. Rogue oh, yeah. 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 Family reunion. 